Hmm. It's giving shade. It's giving dirty. It's giving what if. Hey listeners, before we jump in today, I would like to share a disclaimer. The views and opinions in this podcast episode are 100% strictly my own. They do not reflect any professional organization, business, or board with which I am associated. The content of this podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of It's Giving What If. This is Albert, or Albs, I don't like, I don't know why I said Albert, that's so weird. (laughs) It's Albs. It sounds so much better. Um, And we're on another episode, we're hanging out, uh, recovering from a trip, but also back to work on a Monday. And everyone knows how sucky Mondays can be, Um, but here we are. Um, I have the amazing pleasure of hanging out with someone that is very special, Um, one of the ookiest, spookiest (laughs) women in the industry. Um, I would like to introduce you listeners to Lore. Lore, how's it going? Welcome. Hello, everybody. It's going good. I'm doing okay. I can't complain. Yeah, I can complain. Like, (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) It's been a Monday, you know? Yes, I will uh, agree. Yes. (laughs) I don't like, I think I've had a headache all day. Like I've had so much stress at work. Like we had this employee who totally just like screwed us over. And um, now like a lot of the work that they were supposed to be doing has been put on me, stuff that I don't know how to do. And so, um, yeah, figuring that out is a headache and having, so like we do things in like a year calendar. And so we try to plan things out for the year. And so I now have like, triple the work to do in like the last quarter of the month mm-hmm. of the year you know so fun. no no yes that sounds awful <laughs> yeah, totally yeah it definitely was a monday i'm gonna agree with you on that yeah did you uh have any like issues today or anything that you're just like i'm fucking over this i think in my position i work at a school i'm an educator um Things happen all the time to the point where, like, I it doesn't even phase me, you know? <laughs> like, they change things so much, and it's just like, all right, whatever. We'll show up. We'll be there. We'll get it done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. And then, like, you work with so many different types of people, um, but you do become, like, a little family. Yeah, there's yeah. some people that, it, like, I don't like. But you still have to work with them, and yeah. you can't treat them badly because the kids are always watching. So, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I always say it. teachers are like the biggest actors. Oh, that's a good one. I like mm-hmm. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that is very true. I'm like, I, I, I'm trying to think about like my teachers. I was like, I wonder how many of them actually really hated me. Like, I, I, I know. Imagine. <laughs> I know because you try not to like you treat everybody fairly, but. Girl, we know the truth. When you go home, you're like, fucking little Albert was a little asshole today. I want to kick his ass. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's There's always one. Yeah, there's those little shitheads, you know. Actually, I was I think I was actually pretty good. I was I was just a little I think I was I don't know. I just remember like I in like element or preschool, I remember this kid would like pick on me all the damn time. And one time I just got tired of him and I bit him. Like I was like, Good. Good. 
No, I was a good kid. I was the kid that like followed the rules, did everything right. Like that wasn't me. So that's because our parents probably scared the shit out of us. Like, if you don't do this, you'll see what happened. Or or they like, you know, they did the whole like, si no te portas bien, el cucuy is going to get you. And we're like, oh, I don't want to go with the boogeyman. Yeah. yeah, it was just, I don't know, like, I don't think they ever scared us, but, like, we knew, like, if you didn't do good, you're going to flunk, and you're going to stay in second grade for five years, so, like, I always thought about that, and I didn't want that, so. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Do you ever get to, like, sneak in some, like, folklore or um, any little stories to the kids? <laughs> so the biggest thing, because I work with first grade and second grade, so the biggest thing is Santa Claus, the kids will love to ask you, like, is he real? Because he said he's not real. And I never know what to say. <laughs> they don't teach us this. Like, they don't teach us how to deal with these kind of questions. So my thing is always, like, um, go home and talk to your parents about it. <laughs> but um, sometimes I'll get, like, my best students that are, like, are aliens real? And inside Ooh. I'm, like, let me tell you. But I can't. <laughs> So you're not allowed to, like, say anything about aliens? Technically, like, politics, all of that kind of stuff, no. Um, I let them have conversations about it. Mm -hmm. They don't really talk about politics. They're too little. But, like, (laughs) you know, aliens and ghosts and monsters, especially around this time of year. These little kids, especially the little Latinos, love watching scary movies. Chucky and The Conjuring. And and I'm just Mm -hmm. like... Who's letting you watch this? So they, I listen to their conversations as long as it doesn't get like inappropriate. I'm fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah. Talking about, um, you said the conjuring, there's a new movie coming out in the conjuring world. Are you excited? I am excited. It's about time we get some good spooky movies and I'm excited for the new exorcist movie. Yes. Any movie about yeah, any movie about like possession, anything to do with like the church, and I think it's the Latino in me like that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, did you see that one on Netflix? Um, what is it, the Exorcism of a Pope or a Priest? I have or not. I have not seen it yet, and I've been trying to like stay away from hearing what people say, yeah. but um. I have it saved for like a rainy day, so. Yeah, it's on <laughs> my queue it? too. No, it's on my queue. I'm ready to watch it, but I'm like, when is the right time? You know. Right, right. Did you did you see that uh, movie? Um, Talk to me. Mm, no, I, I don't think I've seen that one. Ooh, that was. I don't think it's in theaters anymore. But like, it's an A24. It's one where the girl they show the girl at a party and they play this game with this. Like, um, it kind of looks like a mummified hand and like they hold it and they're like, talk to me. And like, they like connect with these like spirits and then like, she looks like she's possessed. And so the whole movie is kind of about that. Okay. And it like, it was good. Like really, really good. I I don't think I've ever even heard of that movie. Really? Yeah. Look up the trailer. Yeah. I gotta look that up. the movie did so well that they're already like planning a sequel for it. Like it was, I think the budget was like 4.5 million to make it. And they made like 45 million from it already. So they were like sequels coming, but it's, it's really good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Definitely going to check that out. Yeah. 
So um, I like to ask my guests, what's been hella annoying to you lately? What is something that's just like, <laughs> ugh, I can't. <laughs> You're like, where do I start? Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> All right, so the really big annoying thing um, that I've been dealing with, I want to say, like, this whole year, is I'm older now, um, and friendships as an adult have really been bothering me. Um, my circle went from, like, 20 to now three people that like I can count on that I know will be there for me. And I, don't get me wrong, like I understand people get married, they have kids, and that's not me. Like I'm not married, I don't have kids, I never wanna have kids. <laughs> Teaching Dude. is the best birth control. But like. <laughs> <laughs> Teaching is the best birth control, y'all. Listen to that wise gem. <laughs> Um, so like, I guess I'm kind of struggling. Um, I, I'm the type of person, I don't really reach out too much, but when I do, like, you know, that you mean something to me. And then I just feel like nobody ever reaches out. Nobody ever checks up on me. Mm -hmm. So then it makes you think like, do you even like me? (laughs) Yeah. And I know I shouldn't have these feelings and I shouldn't take it personal but at the same time like don't get mad when you all of a sudden show up and you're like hey come to this birthday party or this whatever and i don't go <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's just been a little annoying thing with me yeah i definitely appreciate you saying that because i think like you said there we have these feelings that we're like we probably shouldn't feel this but it's like real human emotion when like you feel like you contribute to a relationship more or that like you question like are these people genuinely like here for me or are they just like like faking this shit because like exactly. i can relate like i so i have different layers i have like acquaintances i know a lot of people i see them if i see them out hey how are you sometimes they think we're like better friends than we are um but that's my acquaintance then i have my like bigger group of friends that i that i like to hang out with do things with um and then i have my like very close circle of people that i like something happens those are the ones I call and I like lean on them but like that kind of in between category there's a lot of people in that that I'm like I put all this energy into these relationships I really try to um elevate my friends and try to like help them be like better and like whatever I can do I will I will do to support them but it's like is that returned and I think that that's a very valid question like I get it. Like you said, people have lives, things happen, things change. But at the same time, if someone's important to you, you will make time to see them or to like reach out, like, or to just like be like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. People don't do that shit. Like they, then they get mad when you stop inviting them or when you stop hanging out with them or when you're just like, bitch, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, I don't, I feel like you're using me. And so that part is like, Nope, I'm not, I'm not here for that. And that's why it is better to have that small circle of friends that like, you know, like these are my friends. We, we check on each other. We love each other and we support each other, you know? Yeah. And I, another annoyance with this is like the whole, I'm just so busy because I'm sorry, you don't take a shit and I know you're on your phone. 
just say hello. Like, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I do most yeah. of my texting when I'm in the bathroom. Like, yes. I'm in my quiet place. I'm like texting. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, yes. Or, you know, there's this is another thing I will say. I do have those friends that maybe we don't talk, but we are constantly sending each other memes on like yes, Instagram I was just gonna that. or TikTok. That's that's a form. Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. And like you said, like, I do have a lot of acquaintances, mostly like my work family. Yeah. Who we do go out all the time and it's a lot of fun. But like, I'm not going to call them up to come to the carne asada, you know, like. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. So yeah, it's just different. So I guess I'm just battling with like the adult friendships and how it works, and mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I love that. You know, I think that that's such a real thing. And I bet you a lot of listeners are like, yeah, that's it. You know, like, and um, and there's those people that will be like, it's my boundary, and I'm like, that's not your boundary. You're just really not being a good friend. Like that's not a boundary. And I guess if we're going to talk about boundaries and my boundaries, I don't need to put up with you not being exactly. And that's how I feel. I think I've battled it for a couple months, like thinking, like try to be understanding, try to, you know, but it's like, and I understand like, uh, I hate when people say like, I have to spend time with my family but they live with them. They spend all the time with them. And I get it. Like Maybe I'm celosa, but like. <laughs> Whatever. We we, were, just, we can be celoso. Yeah, just like make some time for me too, you know. <laughs> well, and, and people make time. That, like you said, yeah. they, they, can, they can take a shit. They can watch. They can scroll TikTok for hours. Like, don't tell yeah. me you're not on your phone. Because I know that I'm on my phone. And if I don't respond to someone, it's probably because I don't want to talk to them. That's the truth. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So there it is, y'all. <laughs> um, what's been really annoying me here lately. Um, so I kind of was talking about like work and everything, but like one of the, besides that, one of the other things that's annoying me is that um, people that pretend to be like, I guess kind of along the same lines as you, but like your friend or pretend to help you, but really they're conniving as fuck. And they're like twisting that knife in your back, just watching, like watching you like, fall apart and they're like oh but i'm here for you and it's like mm-hmm. but you're the one causing this like yeah toxic no. friendship yes toxic That's friendship mm-hmm. and now here let me say something because i know you're gonna be getting married soon okay so uh, i'm divorced you know this i've told you that before mm-hmm. um so around the time i was gonna get married friends from like grade school and high school like all of a sudden started popping up And, you know, saying, oh, I miss you. Let's hang out. It's like they knew. And then when the wedding came, they were like, oh, are you going to invite me to the wedding? And me, of course, I'm the type of person I'm like, um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, uh, it's just be careful. There are people out there. That is the truth. Like, I've had so many people like, oh, when are you getting married? Oh, like, are you, like, are you inviting me? Like, or asking questions, you're going to invite me. Right. And I'm like, no, if I would have invited you, you would have known, you know, or like, I've gotten like messages from people who never like shit on my like social media. And then they're like, Oh, I saw you're getting married. Um, congrats. When's it going to be? And I'm like, what else do you want to know? Like, just get to the point. Like you obviously want me to invite you. And I'm like, Mm, no, I would have invited you, you know, and I did struggle with that when I made the 
list because I was like, I love people. And like, there's some people I'm like, sure, I want people to celebrate my love with me. But it's like at the same time, like you want people there that like genuinely are rooting for you and your partner. And like, if it's not that or they haven't been part of your life, like, fuck it. Like, I don't need them there. And it's not to say that they maybe weren't good friends at one point, but it's like in this season of my life or in this era that I'm living in right now, are you really someone that I can count on or someone that like I can lean on or that I can truly say, you know, Oh, Lore has my back. I have her back. We may not talk every day, but like I would die for you. or I would do whatever for you, you know, but there's a lot of people that that don't, they just look to, to benefit off of you, you know? And I just hate that. And it's like that whole thing, like, I think that I don't I think it's a statistic or I might be making it up, but like, you know, when there's like a crime, they usually say that the criminal comes back to the scene to like witness, you know, what's going on. And so like that's how I feel those people are. It's like, oh, here I am supporting you, but it's like it that shit's not genuine. It's fake as fuck. Yeah. And it's it goes more than just friendship, it's family too. Yeah. Yeah. Family can be so toxic. And that's something my mom and I argue about a lot lately. Because my mom's so like, that's your family. You got to support them. You got to be there. And I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> like, I don't like them. I don't agree with their beliefs. Like, I'm just, no. <laughs> I Listen, I am here for that. Like, I think that that's, that is exactly what people need to be honest about. If anything, in this time and age, there's just no time for, like, fake toxic friendships. And we don't have to put up with them. Like, And then, like, they subliminally will, like, post all this shit, like, oh, you know, um, I'm so tired of being this. I'm like, all these memes you keep posting are about yourself. Like, that's who you genuinely are. So is this, like, you deflecting or, like, who you are, you know? I don't know. You're projecting this shit really hard right now. Yep. So. But let's move on to what-if scenarios. Gosh. So (laughs) what if you woke up and you're like, hey, Lore, it's your wedding day. You're going to get married, but you're you have to pick either Frankenstein or Mothman. Oh, now you know I love me some Mothman. I know. I know. <laughs> but Frankenstein's just so big. Yeah. <laughs> He's so big and like thick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe Frankenstein. <laughs> I- Listen, you could be the bride of Frankenstein, get that little updo that she has, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking already. I'm already planning it in my head. Like, maybe get a black wedding dress with my yep. hair up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely Frankenstein. Do you think he's, like, the better lover out of the two? No, I think <laughs> I think he'd actually be really bad. I think Mothman would be a little more wild. Okay. But I don't know. I just want to climb Frankenstein. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So um, what if you woke up in an animal's body, but you still had like your consciousness and like all your knowledge, like what would be like your first thoughts you had? Hmm. It would depend on the animal. And here's the thing. I recently discovered I'm terrified of like the ocean. Okay. So if I woke up as an any type of ocean animal, I would <laughs> die of anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would hope it'd be like a foresty animal. Okay. 
But if I had my same consciousness, well, one, I'd be confused. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm trying to think like what type of animals are very like family driven because that's who I am. So I think okay. I'd be really lonely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wolves and elephants are very like pack and herd animals. And those are like my spirit animals. Like, okay. Cause my last name actually means mm -hmm. village of wolves. And mm -hmm. so like wolves is like a big thing in my family. Uh, we all, all the cousins, like we have a wolf tattoo, like we're proud of our pack. Right. Nice. Um, and then elephants, I've just always had a love for elephants cause they're just so, they're so peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> they're majestic as fuck. And just oh, yeah. like, loving like they they grieve the loss of their loved ones like yeah they're they're complex yes all right what if you let's see what if you became a rapper and you wrote like a fire verse and you had to pick it for like one of your favorite songs english or spanish what what verse where would you hop on with that verse a rapper Okay, so like, I would love to be featured like on a Cardi B song. Oh, I enjoy me some Cardi B. Yes. Um, but then I also feel like I would like to just pop into like maybe like a Miley Cyrus song or Ooh. a Taylor Swift song, like just fit it in there. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. And kinda also, like I, I hopped on Taylor's song. I kind of, I really liked that. And I like that. Yeah, I liked that. So. Yeah, maybe something like that. But I'm not good at rapping, so. Listen, in this world, you this alternative <laughs> universe, you're the like fire rapper that oh, okay. no one knows okay, yet. Okay, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um, share with our listeners a little bit about your podcast, like what you do, like what you're excited about coming up, and kind of like what your vision is for your podcast and what that podcast is. Yeah, so my podcast is known as Creepy Chisme, which is how I found Alves. <laughs> because I was like, let me search Chisme and make sure nobody has this name. And then Coffee and Chisme popped up, and I was like, oh. and then I started following you guys. But um, it's just about anything spooky. So I feel like a lot of podcasts are very focused on, like, one subject, whether that's Finding Bigfoot or aliens or true crime, a lot of true crime. And I just never found a podcast that fit all my needs, like everything yeah. I wanted to listen to. And then like just growing up, like I was always the one that everyone comes to and they're like, you got any spooky stories for us? Have you heard anything recently? And so I would just share it with people. Yeah. So a lot of people had told me to like do YouTube Oh. But, you know, self-image issues, and I don't want to be in front of a camera. So I was like, let me try podcasting. I love writing. I love doing research. And especially when it's something you love. So paranormal, yeah. hauntings, cryptids, all of it. I like to cover all of it. So that's kind of where the idea came up from. Um, I've been on a little hiatus. Summer's really not my season and it's definitely affecting my podcast. <laughs> so, um, but I've been getting really excited because spooky season is coming. And I have, I don't want to say it yet, but I have an idea for the months of like end of September, October for Halloween. Ooh. 
So hopefully that will work out for me. Um, And I like have people begging to be on the podcast and I need to get my shit together, set up a schedule and get them on to share their spooky stories. Because that's what I love is to hear from people and just everybody has experiences, whether it be aliens, hauntings. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it is. So be sure to check out Creepy Chisme. (laughs) Where can they find it? You can find it on really anywhere. Um, it's I know it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then pretty much anywhere podcasts can be heard. Um, you can also find me on TikTok. I do separate little short stories there, and I have a big following there. And I think I want to start doing lives, which is going to be something whole, really new for me. But um, to get more people and to hear their stories and experiences and... Yeah. Yeah, so that's wow. for the future, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, I'm telling you, like, Lore's podcast is really fun. It's engaging. Um, I still, to this day, one of my favorite episodes is the one about Disney. Um, <laughs> I just love Disney. And it's like, I didn't know all these, like, these other stories around this, like, happiest place on earth. And so, um, yeah. Definitely would recommend checking it out, y'all. I have another Disney episode coming up. A cousin Ooh. of mine who's like the biggest Disney fanatic. We're going to do one together. So there's more for Ooh, you. <laughs> yes. I'm excited. Yes. What, um, what is your like dream place to visit that's haunted or that you've read about that you're just like, that's where I would love to go? Oh, so many. I want to go to like... Like, um, where is it? Where the like the haunted castles? Any like England, Germany, like out that way? I want to visit the haunted castles, but I actually live in the Midwest, and there's a lot of places around here. I lived close to Bachelors Grove Cemetery, which is like the most haunted cemetery in the U.S. Really? And um, it's abandoned. It's from like the 1800s, but like, I mean. Everyone I've ever known, because you have to trespass. Not that I'm going to. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I won't tell. Listeners, keep it a secret. Yeah. Um, but, like, everyone who's ever gone there has experienced something. Um, yeah, whether it's strange lights, like, voices being touched. Like, it's really haunted. Wow. So I've never gone. I've always been too chicken. <laughs> But I, I do want to go. I want to go. And then there's a place over in, I want to say Philadelphia, might be Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It's the East State Penitentiary. Okay. It's an abandoned prison. It's an abandoned prison, and um, it's supposed to be really haunted. So, like, any of those, there's also, like, an abandoned asylum, um, maybe about an hour drive towards Indiana for me, because I'm really close to Indiana. Um, that's another place. So... Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I'm a chicken when it comes to that, you know, but like, I think it would be fun to just like be in the space, you know? Yes. Me too. I'm not going to lie. I'm a chicken. <laughs> I am. But um, I recently met up with this guy from Paranormal Chicago. Okay. And he does ghost tours and he's like, I could take you anywhere. He does the suburbs, he does the city, and there's a lot of haunted history in Chicago. If you follow mm-hmm. me on TikTok, I do a lot of short stories mm-hmm. on haunted Chicago. And nice. so yeah, it was I my family's looking to book 
something with him. So hopefully this October, yeah. So have you ever thought like maybe like doing like a tour, like going on like a with your podcast, going on a mm-hmm. tour and doing like haunting like um like investigations in different states? So I have a few podcaster friends that do investigations. Um, I don't know if I could do it. (laughs) I'm too scared. I really am. I'm too scared um, because I've known some people that had things like attached to them. Yeah. And I don't, I I don't know. I think I will, I'll do it once. I know I'll do it once. I just don't know where. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to the um, Winchester Mystery House before. Have you heard of oh, that? Oh, I do want to go there too. Yes. Yeah. It was, um, you know, like it's always hard when it becomes like a, an attraction that you pay for yes. and it becomes, becomes like this gimmick sort of. But I will say there was something about being in that house that gave me really like eerie vibes. Um, and like, I didn't think, because I'm not that person that like really, like it's really hard for me to like believe in like, entities unless like i like i don't not believe in them but for me to be like oh yeah this has happened like it takes a lot and so like for me to go there and just feel like this weird presence um was odd you know and and it it was a very creepy like experience um Mm -hmm. and just like the weirdness of like the doors leading to nowhere um you know just like imagining the chaos that um Mrs. Winchester, was mm-hmm. it Mrs. Winchester? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like went through in building this house, you know, and like, yeah. I mean, it's insane. Like, uh, listener, if you don't know about it, I definitely recommend looking it up. It's in San Jose, California, um, and I think the story goes a little like she was building this house. Her husband, like, there was like her husband died or something, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and like, in order for her to not like get the same ill fate, yeah, like, yeah she was told that she had to keep building. And trick like the reason there's so many like weird doors and windows and is because like she had to trick the ghosts was her thing. Honestly, yeah. I think she was just mental. Yes, no, <laughs> but yeah. it is creepy. It's cre- definitely creepy. Yes, and they're the inventors of the Winchester rifle. Yes, and like the family people think they're cursed because like they've all died. Like a lot of them committed suicide, and yeah, there is a movie about about it but i did not really like the movie i think i saw it a long time ago yeah and i don't remember it so it probably wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) yes so but so now um i have uh some advice that a listener wrote in so it's actually perfect that you're here because i think you can help with this okay All right, so um, this one's actually anonymous. So, dear Albs, I have grown up in a very religious family, us two. Um, My parents are terrified that Halloween is the devil's holiday and any form of celebration honors him. I have always wanted to dress up and have fun, but I, I would be mortified if they found out. My parents are old school as fuck, but everyone around me loves and celebrates Halloween. Are they all worshiping the devil or are my parents flat out wrong? <laughs> you like to Probably not the question for me. <laughs> <laughs> go girl, go off girl, go off. Cause I already know my answer, but go I mean, off. it's, I'm trying to be understanding with her parents or their parents um, because religion, as we know, is very good at 
I don't want to say brainwashing. It is. But that's pretty <laughs> much what it. they do. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, your parents, you know, they, they're always going to believe that. And that's fine. That's their belief. But I don't know. They should know you as a person. You're their child. And if you want to dress up, I mean, as long as you're not wearing, like, inverted crosses and <laughs> I don't yeah. see anything wrong with it. There's definitely not anything wrong. And if you go back and look at the history of Halloween and costumes, it was actually like a pagan thing. And yeah. can even go further than that. And it was all, it's all a celebration. It's like all a celebration for the new harvest, for the new moon. Like I don't really see anything satanic. What made it that way is guess what? Religion. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, I, I believe even like in, I can't say 100% wi- uh, pagan. I know in like the Wiccan religion, there's no such thing as a devil. Do you yeah. know in the pagan religion, is there a devil figure? They believe in a lot of gods. I'm not sure if there was like a devil. Let me look this up real quick because yeah, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, because you don't like anytime I run in, everything always goes back to like that the paganism, even Christianity stole things from pagans. So like, I don't really remember reading much on like evil, anything evil. Yeah. Yeah. So this says, let's say, this is a question. Um, do pagans worship the devil? Let's see. Uh-uh-uh. The short answer is no. Satan is a Christian construct And so he's outside of the spectrum of most pagan belief systems, including Wicca. If someone tells you they're a a Satanist, then they're a Satanist, not a Wiccan. It is also important to keep in mind that most people who self-identify as a Satanist do not, in fact, worship Satan as a deity, but instead embrace the concept of individualism and ego. Many Satanists are, in fact, atheists, particularly among those who follow Levion Satanism. Others consider themselves hedonists. So there you have it, listeners. Satan is a Christian religious construct. And so there is no, um, there's no worshiping the devil in those other religions. So, and then that's the thing is like, you know, my, my answer to that was, do it like your friends are obviously not all worshiping the devil you know you're not the only person in the world that that doesn't worship the devil you know and everyone that celebrates halloween does like that's not what halloween is and so like if you go back and look like laura said the history of Samhain and what it really was and where it originated and what it means and then kind of how it's just been morphed into this very um capitalistic um holiday where like there's so much profit off of it Sure. And is it based in like spookiness and lore and like all these like elements of like mystery? Yes. But it doesn't mean you're worshiping an evil Lord or anything (laughs) like that's just a little outdated, you know, and I'm sorry, your parents probably were told that as kids and they probably genuinely were terrified and believed it. But I think it's important to educate yourself on what feels what 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 the reality is and then make the best decision based on that and if you want to dress up and you don't want to dress as anything satanic or scary then go with sexy that always doesn't go wrong you know right 
<laughs> Good question, though. I, I definitely yeah. think it is hard. I, I've, I'm lucky enough that my family has never like been like that. Kind of like you were saying, like at a young age, we were watching Chucky. We were watching all kinds of things. There was no like, oh, el diablo te va a llevar. Like none of that. <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. Um, I did have one in our family, which actually is really sad because her and I were very close. Really, And honestly, like I've always questioned religion, even as a kid. Like I would ask my mom, why are we doing this? Why do we have to do this? Why do I have to make my communion? And so um, it just was always like it didn't I didn't understand all the rules and all the, you know, especially like the judgment, like oh, he's gay, so he's going to hell. Like, I didn't understand that as a kid. So I had a cousin I was really close with, very close. Like, we would go out. We would do the spooky stuff together. And she moved a little bit away, and she started going to a new church. Oh. And it was a Christian church. Mm. And she used to tell me all the time, like, you should come. They have live music. And I'm like, no, this is not for me. Like, it's not for me. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, no. And, like, um the last straw for me was Easter. And she was like, you have to come with me. Like it's a whole day party. There's food and the people are so nice. And I'm like, you're not listening to me. Like I just, I don't agree with religion and I'm not going to put myself in that situation. And she was just like, well, you're going to go to hell. Like just Yes. She was just like, you're going to go to hell. And then she just started like judging me. She was like, you're always wearing black and you need to pray to Jesus. And I'm like, and and I just was like, and this is why I'm not going to your Easter party. And then I, we just stopped talking to each other and I still see her like at family parties, but I, and I do, I say hello, but that's it. (laughs) That's it. That's just wild to think that these people are so indoctrinated into this thinking that like, if you're not with them, you're against them. And it's like, if you're not going to church, you're, you're going to like go to hell and you're just like a demon. Like, I'm like, you know what? Like based on the way you treat me and you act, I would rather hang out in hell with the demons. Like you're just terrible. That's what I say. Because otherwise your heaven is boring. Exactly. (laughs) Like y'all are just going to sit around and judge people and like, exactly drink water you know and, like and uh, yeah this just it to me it just sounds so boring <laughs> yeah. so yeah oh yeah that is yeah that's um it's it's sad because it does there are a lot of people that truly are terrified because they've been like taught this but you know there is like a lot of um there's like a huge movement just like nation like across the nation that like a lot of people are leaving religion and i think that that's the thing and i saw this Actually, I listened to this podcast. It's called Politics Girl. And mm-hmm. she, like, talked a lot about how religion is actually used to oppress people and to keep them uneducated. And so, like, that's why, like, a lot of political figures that we see right now running on, like, um, on the pillars of religion can easily manipulate their their audience because those people, like, follow so blindly. Or they're like, yeah, I want to go to heaven. And this dude over here is spouting this hate, but, like, he knows what I got to do to go to heaven. And it's like, they're not asking the questions. They're not educating themselves. And so, like, again, like, somehow, like, the the lure and, like, the evil and, like, Halloween and all that is, like, bad. But it's, like, but this religion that brainwashes you and makes you erase your identity is not. Like, I, I don't understand why they don't see that. I mean, I guess being in it, you don't see that parallel. Yeah, and definitely with this person in my family is when I really saw 
what religion can do to somebody. Because she was just like me. We were interested in the same things. We went to the movies to see scary movies. And, like, she just, within, like, three months, like, became a whole new person. And, I mean, I'm happy for her. She found her people. But, like, (laughs) yeah. Most of the people that I have met in life that are so judgmental are super religious people. So, says a lot. Yeah. So, in short, basically, go celebrate Halloween, get fucked up, dress up, do whatever you want, like, eat all the candy, like, eat all the pumpkin stuff, like, enjoy. It's like, Halloween is literally, like, the best holiday in the world, and it's like, it makes me sad that this individual is, like, missing out, like, yes, I don't know. I would celebrate Halloween 24-7 if I could. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Have you put up your decorations yet? Slowly but surely, yes. I have coming one out. out right now. What? One out. I'm getting there. I this weekend I'm working on like I have to go to like the shed and like pull out like mm-hmm. all my decorations because like we're getting married in October, so you know it's gonna be a gothic oh wedding. Gosh, I love it. And, yeah, and so like we we're gonna be so busy with that that we probably won't decorate like we normally would. Mm-hmm. But I at least want decorations like on the inside, like yeah. That's, because it just it just makes you feel good like i have little lights that i put around my tv and like i don't know (laughs) i need to get lights around my tv i I, I love those pictures that have all those lights like that's that make that that's like my piece and that's what i'm saying like these people that think halloween is evil it's like literally halloween just brings me like a very sense like calming sense of peace and like happiness and love and like i don't know I don't know. Like we just, I just thrive in the fall. Like I just, everything about it. Yeah. So they can't take our happiness away. No, that's right. They can't. And it's funny that because you ask, a lot of people ask me, right? (laughs) Did you put up your Halloween stuff? And honestly, like, yeah, I just said a little, but like most of my decor. Is already spooky. I love it. So I guess I mean I guess it's been out. <laughs> a lot of skulls, a lot of like yeah, yeah so there's not much to put out, but <laughs> I love that. Well, and that's the thing, it's like we have little decorations like in our room. Like we have like my fiance is really into like the Bride of Frankenstein, so he has like his monsters, like like he likes the like love original that. horror monsters like on his stuff. We have a lot of like ghost face um decorations our rug on in our room is like a little ghost face rug so we're like legit celebrating you know um i did find and i will plug this i don't know them but um i found this website called not your average babe and she does a lot of like horror merchant like um swag and so like i bought this super cute ghost face shirt that's like red and black tie-dye and it's like got him on the front and then he got like a really cute um bride of frankenstein um shirt that he loves and then i got a really cute like casper the friendly ghost shirt that i haven't worn yet but i'm like super excited to wear that um and i just need to go back on there like it took a while to get my stuff but they were like it's really cute and like quality stuff good yeah see but like i wear horror shirts all year yeah so it's just part of me. Just- <laughs> yeah. We definitely wear ghost face all year long too. Like that's, that's kind of our thing for sure. Yeah. Mine um, is Michael Myers. I have tons oh. of Michael Myers shirts, sweaters, socks, calzones. Like I have a really? lot. Of, yeah. Like I need, I need some underwear. 
they have tons of underwear yeah. for Halloween. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, this is like when I buy my house decor, my clothes, mm -hmm. my like, this is the time. Yeah. Have you been to the spirit store this year? Not yet, but I always do go and get a lot of stuff. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, we went and I was like a kid in the candy shop. I was just like, I want to buy everything. Please don't buy anything. Like we <laughs> literally like this year, they have a lot more like ghost face stuff. Um, like a lot more like cool, like, um, bags. So if you like, um, I think they had, it might've been Michael Myers or maybe Chucky, but it was like a, like cross bag. That was a knife, oh, um, nice. cross bags that were pumpkins. Like, I mean, <laughs> so much cute stuff. Like I want to buy it all. Like I, I, I know. I'm broke. I feel you. But I, I'm glad, like, Michael is a pretty cool, like, dude. I think he, um, he's, he's scary, but he's a really, like, OG for sure. Yeah, let me tell you my Michael Meyer, where it began, my infatuation. Ooh. So right. I was about maybe four or five. And every Halloween, my uncle, he would, like, do it up big. He would decorate his whole house and his neighborhood was like literally what you see in a movie like kids right. run everywhere across the street everyone's giving out candy people have bonfires all of that so that's what I grew up with and I think that might have a lot with to do with like my love for Halloween that was always just so exciting and then the smell and the look of fall like all of it mm -hmm. so I was about four or five and I was sitting in his living room and he had a big glass door that he always left the door open. You could see out because the, I mean, trigger treaters were just constantly coming to the door. Wow. And I just remember this so vividly. This man, he would always dress as Michael Myers and walk around the neighborhood. That was like his thing on Halloween. Which, growing up, come to find out, it was actually my uncle's friend. So like, okay. thank God he never walked in the house because I would have died. But yeah. <laughs> as a four-year-old little girl, I'm sitting on the couch and I knew Michael Myers because the movie played in the background, you know, and he was walking in the middle of the street and it was already like 10 o'clock at night. We were already like packing up, getting our candy ready. And he was walking down the street and he stopped probably to look in the house to see my uncle. But like he stopped and he did the slow turn and oh. just stared into the house. And I remember looking at him and I was just like frozen. And ever since that day, I've been obsessed with Michael Myers. See, and that makes sense because now you're like, I like Frankenstein. He's so big. And Michael Myers is a big motherfucker. Yes. Like, Yes. Okay. <laughs> so your next, like, your next partner is going to be, like, Michael Myers, Frankenstein. Oh, yes. Definitely. At least 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, you, your wish is your command. You will get that. Put it out there, girl. Manifest it into reality. Like. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. My manifesting has been on point. Let me Really? Okay. This. Okay. I don't know what I did. I don't know how this happened, but I'm not kidding. Like, the past year, even my sister's like, you're scaring me. Like, <laughs> Girl, put it out there. Oh, yeah. Put it out there. We're winning the lottery is the next thing you're going to manifest. I know, and I always forget to play. <laughs> And somebody in Indiana always wins. I'm right here. Like I, oh. I need to go play in Indiana. Yes, yes. Let's do it. Make it a I'm thing. Like so my thing right now. Like my biggest thing that I would love is like if I could win the lottery, I would love to open a Halloween theme park, like <gasps> all year long. Do it all up. Love it. And you would be part of that. 
Oh, well, I've always wanted to do a haunted house. I, I've done, I used to, so when I worked at a, like, uh, after school program, I used to do, like, a haunted house, like, every year. That was, like, the thing I started, and, like, we would go shop at all these stores, spend a ton of money, and then go decorate it, and, like, the kids would, like, love it. They were, like, uh, elementary school age, and they yeah. would just love it, and that's, like, I remember when I was even, like, like, a kid, I had a fascination for haunted houses. Like, we would, like, like, half of us would, like, my cousin would, like, stand outside, the other would go in the room and, like, get it dark and set it up like a haunted house and hide in our bunk bed where it's, like, there's no real hiding places in that room. And they're, like, all right, come in. And they'd come in and be, like, a haunted house, and then we would swap out and do it. It was, yeah. I love it. I love it. That's, yeah, that that's a good memory you just unlocked for me. Thank you. Aw. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I thought about that. But it is so expensive. So expensive. You definitely well, have to be rich to do that. We, we have to win the lottery. Exactly. And I mean, just think about like all the things you could do. You could do like theme restaurants, theme bars, theme foods, you know, um, rides, yeah. haunted houses. Like it would be magical. I love that. Is there anything in Chicago that's kind of like along that line? So we get a lot of pop-up bars in Chicago. So, like, last fall, I remember they did a Sleepy Hollow one, Beetlejuice, um, Harry Potter. They always do Harry Potter every fall, which I love Harry Potter, too. So, that's been, like, super popular in Chicago. I don't know. They go everywhere, though, but it'll it'll pop up for, like, the month of October. And then, so maybe I need to check some of those out this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a friend coming in October and she's always up for spooky stuff. So yeah, maybe we'll hit up one of those. Yeah. I would love that. And it's like, why don't they do it all year long? Like people would go to these. Yes. That's, that's my thing. That's what I say. Like, why don't people do it all year? Cause my haunted house would be open all year. Um, what they started doing out here in Chicago is they do like, uh valentine haunted houses yeah we used to have some of those yeah i went to a christmas haunted house Me last too. christmas yeah and it was so much fun mm-hmm. so i hope yeah. they do more of them yeah yeah i um one thing that i saw that they started doing after covid was they started doing haunted houses in um car washes yeah. and like you in your car and go through them i was like i want to go to one of those <laughs> i'm afraid of clowns though so yeah, Spirit Store has a lot of clown stuff right now, so yes, be careful. Yes. But um, yeah, that would be definitely a dream come true to be able to just like create one or like be at one like all the time. Um, it's it, it, it's something that no one has done, and I there's got to be a reason why no one has done it. But it's like it needs to be done, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why not? There's a I went to I recently went to a um, what is it called? Midwest Haunters Convention. So it's like a convention just Ooh. for the haunted houses around the area. Wow. And there's one, it's like top top 10, I think, in the country. It's called Hell's Gate. It's Ooh. on my Instagram in my followers because I do follow them. But it's like okay. supposed to be super scary and it, it really does look scary. Really? Um, they have trained actors as their workers. So like they yeah. a lot of them have studied acting and like it's like a whole 40-minute show. But oh, like I love we're walking through the haunted house. And I was talking to the lady, though. I don't know if she was the owner. I don't think she was the owner. But 
I was telling her how like, you know, I want to go this year. I'm scared, but she's like, no, come bring your kids. Like it's good. It's going to be so fun. She was like, it's not that scary, but I've heard otherwise. You're like, but, no. but then I told her like, I would love to work at your haunted house because I was a theater nerd. So like, that's my thing. And um, I almost did work at a haunted house one time. And she Ooh. said that, they get because pe people come from like all over to go to this haunted house. It's famous. And she said, if you contact them, you can volunteer for one night and work in their haunted house. What? That's what she said. So she was like, you should do it. And I like, I'm thinking about it, but I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. That do would it, be fun. But she said that they get people all the time that volunteer and they just put them in a spot for the night. What is, where is that? It's in Lockport, Illinois. I want to say it's like maybe an hour out of Chicago. You need um, to do it. It would be fun. <laughs> yeah, that's so you. That's you. I would go with you if I could. Like, that's legit. Yeah. They um the Mall of America this year. I heard has like a huge haunt um attraction. Really? Um, and like, yeah, and supposedly it's gonna. It's huge. So I. Like, just Google Mall of America haunt mm -hmm. attraction, and you'll see, like, and I'm just, like, so tempted to go up there in September just because, like, October's going to be crazy, but, like, if they open mid-September, so I'm like, if I can go in September, I can drive up there. It's, like, an 11-hour drive from Oklahoma, and then I could legit, like, attend it on a Saturday night and drive back Sunday. Yeah. I can make this happen. Definitely can do this. But you're probably closer, right? I was gonna say, yeah, the Mall of America is probably three three hours, maybe. Yeah, we used to go when we were little. Out there. Really? Yeah. I think you should go. Chicago is just like such a great area. Like we're so close to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're like eleven hours from us too. So wow, okay. Yeah, Oklahoma's out there you know <laughs> so, all right Lore. now it's time to play a game um i hope you're ready oh boy okay called, um song association oh, the way God. this is played is i will give you a word and you will have 15 seconds to sing a song that uses that word okay. and you can do spanish or english um and yeah any questions before we get started no, let's do it. All right. First one is wake. So 15 seconds for wake. Go. Wake. I have nothing for wake. Wake up, wake up on a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe London. Maybe yeah, that was my jam. <laughs> good job. That was, that was good. That was really good. See? I was thinking of um, Evanescence, Wake Me Up. Oh, yeah, that's um, another one. Well, there was another one that came to my mind. Wake me up before you go, go. Yeah. Don't leave me. <laughs> or Katy Perry's wide I'm Wide Awake. Oh, yes. So, good job. All right. Second song is, or second word is story. 15 seconds for story, go. Um... It's a love story, baby, just say yes. Man. I'm on a Taylor Swift, like, 
She's in my head all the time right now. Did you see her in um, Chicago? I did twice. Whoa. Yes. And I get to see her next year, too. Oh. Again, manifested the code and got it. Really? <laughs> Literally, they said 5% of 31 million got a code, and I was one of them. And I got tickets within, like, 10 minutes. It was crazy. <laughs> really expensive? No. My resale ticket was expensive when I went in Chicago. But mm. it was just... I think I paid 120 bucks for my okay. tickets in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Wow. All right. Third word. So you have two out of six. You're doing well. Um, the word is high. So thir- uh, 15 seconds for high. Go. Hmm. I'm blank. I'm <laughs> blank. Oh my gosh. Time. Oh, I'm done. Right. I don't know. Okay. I can't think. Okay. I can't think. You're still, you're still. I had like a bunch coming at the same time. And I still can't get it out. Out. It's a song about getting high. Yeah. I, I was thinking, let's get high. high. Is that the song I was thinking of? Or the, um, what's his name? He's like, I was going to go to class, but then I got. And then high. I got- <laughs> yeah. That's a good song, too. <laughs> Um, all right. Boom. Fourth word is dance. 15 okay. seconds for dance. Go. I'm feeling Lady Gaga. What is her song? Dance, dance. No, wait. I'm getting another song. Dance, dance, dance. Da, 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 dance. What song is that? Justin Timberlake. Dun, 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 oh. Dance, dance. Yeah. Girl. Good job. Yeah. I can't what stop the feeling. Song? Can't stop the feeling. (laughs) My nephew plays it all the time. That's why it popped in my head. (laughs) You got it. All right. So the fifth word is heart. 15 seconds for heart. Go. All I'm thinking is Tony Braxton. Unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Yeah. Such a good awesome. song. Good job. So you are five, uh, four out of five. So let's see if you can do five out of six. Oh, God. Okay. The final one is night. 15 seconds for night. Go. Night. We're going to have a good night tonight. It's all right. What song is that? <laughs> That's an old song. I don't know. That sounds very familiar. We're going to have a good night tonight. It's all right. You got it. I got to look it up. I got to look it up. <laughs> what song is That's it? Celebrate. That's, isn't that celebrate? Yes. It is celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Duh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what song is it? It sounds familiar. Good job. You got five out of six. So yes. that's pretty solid. I am proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel? Mm, What do you mean after the game? Stressed? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's my game because I'm so bad with like song names. And so like when I'm telling someone, oh, did you ever hear that song? And then I have to sing it to them because I'm so bad with names. (laughs) Yeah. 
So that's yeah. a, that's a good game for me. Good job. You you rocked it out of the park. <laughs> All right. So um, this is a time where I tell you listeners that if you haven't done so already, please get on and like, rate, subscribe to It's Giving What If, but also to Gripi Chisme. Um, and make sure you leave us a five-star review. Um, really, if you don't, then the demons are going to come get you. And I know you right. don't want that. So right. it's kind of like a sage, right? Like they <laughs> drop five stars, they get a little sage bundle, and they're protected. So listener, <laughs> five stars. Tell us how much you love us. And if you hate us, just give us five stars and say, I really, really hate you. It's five stars worth. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, also, if you have a question or advice that you would like answered on a future episode, go ahead and submit that. Um, you could email it to itsgivingwhatif at gmail.com, or you can get on SpeakPipe's website and look for It's Giving What If. You can send a voice memo that way. And if you want to sponsor our future coffee, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash itsgivingwhatif to sponsor a coffee. Y'all, it's been such a pleasure. And Lore, you are so amazing. I just love talking to you. And talking I love talking to you, to you too, Elves. <laughs> you literally are like my spooky sister Aww. from the grave and beyond. And I just and I love everything you're you doing. I need to get you on Creepy Cheats, man. We're yes. going to do a brilliant episode. Yes. I promise. Yes. I promise. I would love that. It would be such an honor because, like, honestly, you're just, like, killing the game and, like, you're just so talented and genuine. And I think that that's, like, what I like in my podcasters is just that genuineness and just, like, being able to connect on a human level. And Thank you. That means a lot. (laughs) Fans, listeners, please go check out Creepy Chisme and show Lore all the love in the world Um, because it really does help, like, we do this. It's a lot of work. We try to live life. And it's like, it's good to know that you like it, you know? Yes. So any message for our listeners, Lore, before we head out? No, just enjoy the spooky season. Yes. Stay spooky and keep spreading the cheese, man, everybody. Period. Period. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. It's giving what if.